0: I loved it, Carly. Seriously, thank you. This episode is also a thank you tribute to you, my thank beautiful you. host and friend. It was so much fun. Oh, so lo- Hello, and welcome back to the Her Life blogcast. I'm your host, Rachel Malik, and this week I'm joined by Carly Lobitz, homegirl of all homegirls and Miami queen. Carly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. i was so excited, even though I still have lack of a voice from our
1: nice little bender over a week ago.
0: Literally. We tried to stretch this out so that the voice would have recovered, and we thought it would, but it did not. And it still has it. Like, it still keeps going in and out. So
1: if you, like, hear me, like, just disgusting, like, you'll know why.
0: <laughs> it adds, it, I think it heightens how much of a bender it was, wouldn't you say? No, I do. Like, I honestly, over my
1: five years in Miami, I've never lost my voice to this extent. It just took Rachel Malik
0: coming down for
1: the weekend to I
0: mean, really set it in place. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're going out with a bang. That's exactly what it is. And so, we're going to walk you through the bender that we had last week ish. And we're going to get to all that. But first, Carly, let's just do a little introduction. Tell the people who you are. What's your deal? So, I'm Carly.
1: I'm 23. I'm from Miami, Florida now, but I'm originally from Pennsylvania. My homegirl, Rachel and I, you know, we go way back, way back, but I just graduated from the university of Miami. Hence why I'm in Florida and I graduated with an architecture degree. Um, It's a five-year program. Hence why I'm here for my victory. Not technically a victory lap because you know, it was required, but some people would look at it. Okay. It really went along with our little victory wrap, wrap trip that we went on. But um, I'm soon to be moving to New York City in about three months or so. So we're really like wrapping things up down here, making the best of it and kind yeah. of living life in the moment. I would
0: say I love it. That's a great little intro. Yeah. And I think we've been trying to do the Miami trip since you committed to the you. And we were like, oh, we're always gonna do this, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. And then it didn't happen until no, it just started, like last minute. It's like guys, like the mass text that I sent out to everyone. Like literally
1: Today, if you want free accommodations in Miami now, like this is your only opportunity for the rest now of your life. Ever.
0: I'm so glad that it worked out because we really had the best time ever. So f- let's start off. Just walk us through how you planned the itinerary. Because when I say like every single moment of every single day was accounted for doing something quintessentially Miami. So what was the thought process? Like, did you have certain places you wanted to hit? Did you want to make it seem like a week in your life or like a killer week? Like, tell me how you planned.
1: So in reality, like, it really worked out that you came in five years down the line rather than my first year, because it really took me five years to get experienced and comfortable with the city. Um, I know it like the back of my hand now, um, all the restaurants, bars, clubs, and everything I've at least, you know, have gone through like within the past five years. So it really let me like sit down and reflect like what my experience was and like I sat down and was like how do I make this like the best Miami experience that I've had in the last five years in your like five days or so. So I think it worked out well, just because we did a good balance of activities. It wasn't just, you know, when you think of Miami, you think of nightlife and clubbing and you think of the bachelorette scene Mm -hmm. and staying up all night, but like, it's definitely more than that. And there's definitely activities you can do beyond just clubbing and going to bars and all that.
0: Yeah. And make no mistake. We did that too. Like that was a big part of it. It was a balance. It was a balance. And you want to know what was nice because the way I laid out
1: the week, it really like guide us up to like the night outs and things like that it was like step by step we like glided right into it yeah like our friends were able to have a experience I feel like you had the wholehearted experience because you were here the most time and we Mm -hmm. really just you know because we had two different friends at two different times we really had to Two things twice when the other one left and then another yeah. one
0: arrived. So That's another question I have for you because I want to get your take on staggering the arrival of the friends. So like, okay, at large, like just to backtrack a little, we're obviously talking about a host who lives in a city hosting people who are on a vacation, but it's a staycation for you. You know what I mean? That's the basis of what it was. It's like, this is not a vacation for you. You literally live there, but you have to host it and make everyone else's vacation fun um so how you tackled that and it kind of happened on accident but I think it worked out really well is staggered arrivals of the guests of the trip
1: so like staggering arrivals I think there's pros and cons to it like first off the con is that we you know had to do a couple things twice just to kind of show each person I'm saying we because you were the one who overlapped with everyone yeah but I think it was nice in the sense that, like, the first guest, Julia, Julia number one, like, had her time to, like, situate. yeah, And we, like, hung out and, for a little bit. So, like, that was nice to, like, kind of catch up since we really haven't talked much in the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was fun to have more, multiple people there at once then because it really um, added to the adventure, added to the fun. Um, but I don't know. I like, I think if it was too much of, like, too many days of people by themselves, it would have been too much because then you would have yeah. – kind of gotten ahead of yourself without the rest of the group being there Mm -hmm. um so I think like Julia had one day by herself you had one day by yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that was perfect amount of time
0: I agree with you and I think it allowed us as like again the longest running vendor participants (laughs) to like kind of pace ourselves and like you said build up to like the peak of the craziness, and then also wind down before we left because it's like you were not gonna be- want to be on a plane after a crazy night. So we were able to like face. Yeah, it was well. like a step
1: down. Like we stepped into it, we stepped out of it, and like it's important to remember that there's more than like I said before. There's more than just the nightlife here, totally. and there's the beaches, and there's the relaxation side. And then even yeah. our first activity, the first day that you arrived, we went to the Everglades and did an airboat tour, which is mm-hmm. definitely like still an adventure, but like a more calm, like fun, touristy adventure. Right which for me, that's really nice because I don't get to do those or think to do those touristy things very often. So it really like made me reflect and like, you know, how much fun it actually is.
0: Totally. Totally. Just a more general question. How do you feel about leaving Miami? Like, are you like, okay, I did my five years. Like I'm ready to kind of bow out. I got what I needed to get. Or like, is it very bittersweet for you? I would say it's very
1: bittersweet for me. I'm kind of heartbroken. I would have been totally fine staying, But in the same sense, I can reflect that most of my friends who are here now or who were here for school have already left or will be leaving. So it definitely won't be the same that it has been over the last five years, having that community that I've had. So I definitely have to look at that as like, okay, maybe it's time to move on. But yet again, like I love the weather. I love the culture down here. Yeah. Um, I think it's also you always have like a piece of your heart of where you went to college. So no matter where it is, whether it's like a state school, a city school, like anywhere in between, um, I feel like you associate those good memories with it. So it's kind of hard to let go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another reason why it's hard to let go is because my mom's absolutely heartbroken that I'm leaving too. And yeah. she will call me on the phone every day and she'll be like, you're never going to see a palm tree ever again. <laughs> like you're. Yeah you're going to miss the hot weather. I'm like, mom, there's summers. Like I can come back down if I'm like unhappy in New York in a few years, like Miami will always be here for me and I'll always have a community here. So it is definitely bittersweet, but um, I think it's the right time, especially since all of my friends are moving on as well.
0: Fair. And like you're heading to another major place too. Like you're going to have your New York moment. So I think it'll be fun to almost compare and contrast too. So something we talked a lot about during our trip is how you and I both went to you know, city based schools, you probably more so because I was like in the Bronx a little bit removed. But I think that definitely impacted our college careers and also just our young adult lives. You know what I mean? Being exposed to the city too. talk to me a little bit about that. Like, I think for you and I, it was definitely the right choice. But I guess my bigger question is, how did you balance that with school?
1: So I think it was the right choice for me Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, just because I did prioritize school and I always have prioritized school and I grew up prioritizing school. So I knew like, if I wanted to go out, if I wanted to do something fun with my friends, I had to get my schoolwork done. Or if I did go out and then I procrastinated, I would have to pull an all nighter or something to catch up along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, it was never an option for me particularly to just not do my schoolwork to go out and do those things but I know a lot of people who come down to school here have that difficulty because especially if you're from a small town, it's your first time, especially like in Miami where there's a lot going on. Oh, there's yeah. celebrities around, there's like everything. It's just a lot of hype. Um, you could get really easily distracted if you're not a focused person mm-hmm. um, and people do leave. And honestly, like my mom said to me, like day one, she's like, if your grades are failing and you're slacking off, like you're coming home, like there's no, yeah. opportunity. She's like I'm not paying for you to be in an expensive city far away from home that's costly just because you have to travel there for just sola. for you to like essentially goop off and um, wreck your college education. She's like, in that case, you can just go home to go to school. There's no right. reason to be down there. I mean, of course, she's very happy I had this experience and mm-hmm. both of my parents knew I was level-headed enough not to go overboard with all of that. And also like, I think it's because I'm very independent also, yeah. and I never really got homesick per se It also helped that I did have family in the state of Florida, which was very important for my family when I came down here. So like if anything did go wrong, I had a support system that wasn't too far away in that sense. But I can definitely see how people can get distracted. It's very easy. It's very easy to get overwhelmed in all the activities, and you know it's hard to say no to going out places and having yeah. experiences, especially when there's celebrities involved and when there's free things involved and free drinks, and yeah. you just get wrapped up into that. And you just have to balance your pros and cons and your education yeah. as well.
0: Right, because on the one hand, you want to take advantage of being in such a magnificent city where there's so much to do, and you want to take advantage of all the cultural stuff that you can get you get to participate just being where you are but the same breath like you're there for a reason and you have to you have to balance it which I it sounds like you've done a really phenomenal job of doing that so yeah because I guess I think Miami like you arrive like me my plane lands in Miami. It is vacation mindset mode. So I have to imagine that like freshman year, Carly had that same vibe when you touched down. And now five years later, you're like literally planning a vacation for all your high school friends. So it's just, it's an interesting thing. I guess my next question is pros, cons. We can talk about advantages, disadvantages of a staycation for you. Like, would you have rather gone somewhere else in that week and like all have experienced a new city or were you kind of happy to show us the ropes?
1: No, I'm like totally happy to show you the ropes, especially because I've been hyping it up for so long now. Yeah. that I'm, like I'm honestly so excited for you to be here. Also, I mean, I'm a tropical vacation person. Like yeah. I love a beach, I love all of that. Mm-hmm. And like you have that here in Miami, and I have a nice apartment that you can stay in and all of that. There's yeah. no reason to like go, you know, even if you go to Cancun, like that's fun, like Mexico vacation, stereotypical vacations like that. It's just yeah. like you could still get like a lot of tropical amenities here yeah um, without venturing very far so also I think it was the perfect time for you guys to come just because I'm wrapping things up here and I'm leaving and there's a lot of things on my bucket list of things I've done in the last five years that I wanted to do again before I left and honestly it was the perfect storm it was the perfect excuse to do um all these things and have a reason to do all these things within Mm me
0: And importantly, Memorial Day weekend, which I think is an amped up level of everything. So we really got the full experience. And also right as COVID restrictions are lessening, like it really was. You said perfect storm. I agree with that. Like it was, we were able to do things that we couldn't have done even a few weeks prior. So it was mm-hmm. a really good time to, to be there. I'm really <laughs> thrilled. I like, keep reflecting I was, up. And
1: like Memorial Day was honestly ideal just because there was a lot more like headliners at clubs. Yeah, There's a lot more people, a lot more excitement and everything like that going on um totally. it did make things a little bit pricier on the budget and I do have to say the normal weekend Miami. Really. yeah and it took definitely more planning than usual because on a normal yeah. night you can kind of just be like okay we want to go to this club, we want to go to this bar we'll like plan accordingly yeah. but um I didn't realize Memorial Day was such a huge thing until my boss approached me who lived in Miami Beach for a long time and she was like listen it's crazy here like for myself mm-hmm. like since when like I've Now, like, looking back, I've always been home for Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. So I've never been in Miami for a year. So it was definitely, like, you know, two weeks out, I looked at the restaurants I wanted to go, made reservations for all of us. Like, we booked tickets to places, just had everything outlined just because of the surplus of people who were here. Because I would have been really disappointed if I something one of my favorite spots I wanted to go to, and we couldn't go to because it was too crowded. So it just, honestly, being a holiday weekend, it did take a little bit more planning, but it definitely Mm -hmm. was worth it because the excitement was, Unreal. I totally agree.
0: And also like, I don't know, you just did a lot of prep work that I think I didn't realize how much went into it. Like we're talking multiple reservations for different nights and like we would cancel the ones that we didn't want. We're like, what options do we feel like? What do we want to do? New restaurants, cool restaurants. We ate so much phenomenal food. We had cool drinks. Like we really just made sure we got the whole experience, which is really great. You touched on budgeting, which is something I want to parse out a little bit more. We spent a ridiculous amount of money. I,
1: it's so sad because I'm like, oh my God, like as the week goes on and we're like Keep charging and charging different costs. I'm like, these people are going to think I've been spending this much money the entire time I've been down here. Like no way. Like I spend this kind of money, much money in like a month, maybe not like five days. Literally. So it was definitely hurt the bank account a little bit, yeah. but it was all in good spirits just because we had a great time, I would say.
0: Right. It was, for me, once in a lifetime being, like, with you guys in a place like Miami. It was, like, I kind of took the approach of, hey, I'm saving all this money on accommodations because you opened our ho- your home to us, which, like, that's a major expense that I didn't have to cover I got a pretty good flight deal. So my travel expenses were relatively low. You picked me up from the airport. I saved on an Uber. Like we worked it out so that other expenses were kind of limited so that I felt justified and kind of just that it was like, okay, to do the $18 cocktail at dinner. You That's know? the thing. Like I wanted to like, I feel felt like you have to budget yourself. This is how I always like approach a vacation. I think like budgeting around the rest of the month, you know what I mean? Like make your cuts there so that when you're there, you can just enjoy the whole experience.
1: And I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for the splitter app, we would have been, it would have been traumatizing.
0: So Rachel
1: arrives to Miami with this app in hand and she's like, we all need this link. We all have to join this app. And it ended up saving our lives. It basically, you put in the amount that each person spends rather than splitting credit cards every single time. Mm -hmm. I would put my card down. I would put how much money I spent on my card at that specific place said that I paid for it and who was splitting it. And then by the end of the week, after we put all of our purchases in, it kind of just made a spreadsheet for us and said, okay, Rachel owes this person that much money. Julia owes me this much money and it Mm -hmm. made life freeze.
0: So much easier. It literally breaks it down like into a whole Excel sheet of that way. You're just not having to make a bajillion Venmo transactions because even if we kept track of it in our own like Excel, it still would have been like separate transactions. It was literally when all was said and done, everyone made one singular Venmo transaction and we were done. And you and I definitely took the approach of like paper as much stuff as you can so that people owe you money because then it feels better at the end of the trip. And the credit card points, you know, I'll take the credit card points. Absolutely. Get that cash back. We talked a lot about, I feel like we made financially strategic decisions, yeah. even with the amount of money that we spent. But the yeah. Splitter app truly is a game changer. My friend Kara introduced me to that when we went to Cape May, which was like a very lower key version of the Miami trip. And even that was a game changer. So if you're doing any kind of girls trip, any kind of extended thing, the Splitter app is your best friend in the whole wide world that saved her That's life. Great. I also want to touch Carly, shifting gears a little bit. About group dynamics, like we don't need to get into specifics, but I do think it's fair to say that like energy levels within our group were different at different points throughout the trip and us included, like there's going to be times where you you're up and down group trips, nights out. It's a roller coaster. Sometimes there's highs and sometimes there's lows energy wise. So how did you as our host maybe prepare for that or deal with it in the moment of like making sure that everyone was still having a good time when energy levels and maybe even like comfort levels with the city were different at times? So
1: honestly, I wasn't really as much thinking of like, oh, is everyone comfortable? It was kind of just like full horse ahead. like, we have an itinerary. We're going to do what we need to do. And like, and at the end of the day, even if you're uncomfortable at the time, doing, going to a club, going to a strip club, going to different bars and hopping all over the place, like you were going to look back at it as more of a great experience than like, you know, if you were a little uncomfortable at the time. Mm. You know there was nowhere I was going to take you guys that you were like that you were going to feel
0: horrified or right. big difference between like discomfort and unsafe like we were yeah. always safe you knew to like keep us in the right parts of town because that's also another thing you had to consider like there yeah. are safety issues could be an issue if you don't know what you're doing we ran into some girls who got Airbnb's like randomly picked Miami as a destination got a random Airbnb that was in like a sketchy part of town like that's a whole different trip you know what i mean so
1: they asked me like, is this a good part of town? I'm like, honestly, like not really to oh, stay really. in Airbnb. Like, so it was good that like, you know, we can go to different parts of town in Miami because I like to come yeah. here in Miami kind of, for someone who's never been here, it's almost like New York where it's like divided in boroughs, but mm-hmm. different in the same sense, like there's different regions. So there's, yeah. you know, it's not just all South Beach and everyone thinks it's all South Beach. So there's South Beach, there's Brickle, which is the downtown area. There's Wynwood, which is the art district. I'm in Coral Gables, which is more of a suburb Mm -hmm. per se so um i feel like it's you know it was important like safety wise you really don't know where to stay or where to go if you've been here before there's only so many reviews you can read online without asking a real person who's experienced things here before
0: a thousand percent
1: i mean back to group dynamics though Mm -hmm. i think it went well because you know there's was you and me and especially you who was like hyped from the moment you arrived like the energy level was high Mm -hmm. and i think it's funny because julia bauer who was here um previous to you mm. and i like joked we're like okay we're gonna relax a little bit because once rachel like arrives, it's gonna be like a whole nother level <laughs> so that you know the first couple of days like julia and i just like went to some restaurants and like went to the beach and had a great relaxing time but when, then we're like when rachel comes like it's gonna change from like zero to 100 real quick so we have to like keep the energy like yes. low in the beginning to like get ready to hype up
0: again okay, it's the build-up it's the build-up
1: and i think it helps to like you know like your personality is just like very like eccentric and you're you, you want to hype up other people and you want to make people feel comfortable and excited too which mm-hmm. really helps too I feel like if we were all like downers or like just like not as motivated it wouldn't have been as fun but like you know since we had such a good group of girls we're all excited to be here
0: yeah I'm like
1: just happy-go-lucky in the moment and doing experiences I think totally. it really helps. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think you like wrapped that up really well, and I think you and I really like bolstered each other throughout the trip. Like yeah. when one of us started to dip, the other one was like, "Get back at it!" Like we have a couple days left, get it together. And, and I we didn't did you really start
1: to dip like once you're not sleeping, and that's the big thing. You know, we weren't sleeping much towards the end of the week, and mm-hmm. it was late nights, like fun late nights, but so fun. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, we were just tired and like right. And- a meal and like water. And like we we know that, but you know, it's like it's funny to like say like, you know, you try to look at the brighter side things, of things even when you're not feeling too great after a night out. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's harder for some people to be, like, happy in that situation than right.
0: other. But I think, yeah, we had a good we had a good balance and we were able to keep it up. And we also talked about this, like, balancing different group dynamics within the context of bachelorette parties. Like, you were saying Jenna has an experience coming up where it's, like, it's that's a thing that we're about to experience. Like, we're a little bit far removed, but I feel like that's on the horizon for us is essentially accommodating groups of women who don't, know each other like aren't best friends essentially we all were very close friends but I think it was a peek into accommodating a very fun trip but making sure that everyone's having a good time and comfortable
1: because you have to think for bachelor parties especially like you know the bride is bringing in so many different friends that may not know each other and you know they do have the common theme of their friendship with the bride but at the end of the day they're all different people and like you know like I could be like oh I know Rachel gets upset when people do this or like Mm. you know this person doesn't like this kind of personality. So maybe you try to accommodate that But when you put a whole group of people in who really don't know each other that well, like they're not going to know to like how to behave in front of someone else. Um, Just like for an example out there, I have a very wild friend named David who is like life of the party, lots of fun. He's just loud and proud and happy all the time. And like, you know, some people just like don't react well to that. So it's, (laughs) It's funny who like, you know, some people love the personality and some people hate it. So it's funny just to like, you know, see how people different, like people have to react to that. And so when you're kind of people are forced into a certain personality or forced to get along, especially for an occasion like a wedding, it could be a challenge because, you know, someone might be pissed off, essentially. you know. Right. Super happy and excited. So,
0: mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, you need to like maintain the experience, like at that baseline, like you want to make sure that everyone, especially like the guest of honor, I suppose, goes away with like a really good experience. I like to think that you were the guest of honor, but also like you weren't a guest because it's your home. So, I don't know who was our guest. So, I don't know who's the bride in this like hypothetical scenario, but I do think that there are parallels. That this was our first, this was a, at least my first experience, like on a girl's trip where there was a little bit of like, oh. This is interesting. Like we have to kind of ebb and flow with the group. Yeah. And I think it was fun. Yeah. No, was, I think we'd be fine not
1: to let a party together. Oh my God. At the end of it. I, I think we would work out just fine.
0: I feel like if anybody's out there looking to plan, like this is a good, these are some add-ons that would make for a really fun, yes. really fun girls trip slash bender. This is how to plan a bender. you know? All right. I think that's really like all I have for you. We'll end with a final reflection. Cause you know, I love to reflect. I just think it was really cool. And we talked about this like at our Shake Shack night at the very end of the the trip when it was just you and I. And we talked a lot about how like we've really grown up together in a lot of ways. We met each other in the seventh grade. Our lockers were near each other. And we were just like these two confused, awkward middle schoolers like who just didn't know what was what was coming. I think we both had our sights set on like a bigger future than Lehman, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. cool now to reflect all these years later, having these college experiences and then, you know, getting to spend some time with you in your city. Like, I think we've just grown and evolved so much and yeah. really taken advantage of the opportunities that have presented themselves. So I don't know, I guess I just wanted to thank you. And like, it, it was cool to like watch that evolution and to like have this trip as a pinpoint of like, wow, like we're, we're on the other side. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like, I wouldn't have, I couldn't have looked back to, you know, seventh grade when we have, like, all these awkward photos of us with braces on and everything, saying Mm -hmm. that we were both going to, like, flourish in different cities. But, yet, still, like, we, our friendship still is great throughout the whole thing, even though we weren't together all the time, you know? Totally. It's not that we talked every day either, but, like, it was still it's great that like, especially you can come to my city. I can come to when I came to New York for like when I was interning there and you guided me around as well. Like mm-hmm. it just, our friendship always picks up like right where it left off. Yeah. And there's no breaks in that. And that's really cool to see. And, it's like, a special thing. You know, it's good thing. that we can have like fun and no matter where we're at. We can yeah. be in Pennsylvania. We could be in New York. We could be in Miami. We can mm-hmm. be on a destination wedding somewhere, maybe one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. And we'll yeah. still have a
0: good time. No, I completely agree. I think, yeah, we always pick it right back up. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And you don't always know. Like you just never know how it's gonna go post high school when you're in such different places. And people grow apart and that's natural. But I just like that we've always kind of touched base and like encouraged each other along. So
1: I know, because it's surprising because, you know, like over the process, like we both, you know, grown apart from people from high school that we never thought we would. Right. But right. it's just weird how things work out that way. But yeah. I'm glad the friendship is still the same.
0: It's a beautiful thing. And the Miami trip was a great way to celebrate that in Memorial Day, but mostly that. <laughs> I loved it, Carly. Seriously, thank you. This episode is also a thank you tribute to you, my beautiful you. host and friend. It was so much fun. Oh, so uh, well. I'm like ready to plan the next one, but I think our next like major outing will be New York. Hopefully, we will both. I will be joining you in New York very soon. Like that's yeah. the plan, and that would be so. That would be fun. ideal. It would oh like my god, and then maybe we'll have a stint in LA just to like round out, like a, you know all what I the mean? City in New York, Miami,
1: LA. I think that we're gonna have good. to do like the Hillary Duff song. We're gonna have to go to Tokyo, Tokyo, Paris.
0: What song is that? <laughs> wake up, wake up wake on a up. Saturday night. <laughs> we'll hit. It'll be the Hillary yeah, we'll- Duff. Bender That's a, our bucket list. Our okay.
1: bucket
0: list. Check. I'm so there. Maybe someone will have to have a bachelorette party in one of those just to knock it off. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll yeah. make it work. I love it. <laughs> Oh, Carly, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. A rate and review would be so great. You can find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. You can find Carly on Instagram at, was it Carly underscore Lobitz? Yes. Carly underscore Lobitz. We'll tag her in this for sure. For blog posts, go to herbloglife.online. And for behind the scenes videos or recordings like this one, just find my YouTube channel. Just search Rachel Malik it should pop right up. That's all we got. Carly, thank you so much. We'll see you next Sunday for another episode. I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast.